ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स आई वुड लाइक टू रीड अगेन the uh, well actually it's not again it's chapter it stands a 27 what is born must die whatever dies must be born again why lament that which cannot be avoided in the stanza before as i said last time it's saying if you prefer to think of the self as perishable why grieve he's really talking about grieving here because the next one otherwise would be a non sequitur if uh, what uh, is born dies is fine we can understand that one but whatever dies must be born again this is the question the only way we can rationalize it is impersonally that matter cannot be destroyed or created and so when you die the ma- the atoms that made up your body begin to reform in other bodies and in fact a planetarium i went to many years ago said that the atoms in your body may have existed in a prior universe before this universe was even created it's a very lovely thing to think so expansively the gita here is telling us to above all realize that nothing should get our goat so to speak nothing should make us grieve we should accept what is whatever is is you'll save yourself a lot of trouble in life if you can do that the um i well, that's one reason i've never been nervous when lecturing in public because i think well if i'm a dunce and the people know it what difference does it make and if they like what i like what i am doing other people may not so what difference does it make this life is always just a heaving sea with everything going up and down so if you fail at one thing you may succeed in another if you kill one quality some other quality may come up that is good or bad but don't worry about it just do your best this is the essence of what the shankya's philosophy is teaching and what krishna is teaching in these particular passages that uh, the first thing is to get your mind calm be detached from the world be detached from what other people think be detached from what happens as the basic teaching of the bhagavad gita as far as our own behavior is concerned goes is nishkam karma act without desire for the fruits of action that which will help you to achieve a calm mind will help you also to be able to see things clearly when people at a horse race and their own horse is not uh, you're not sure if it's going to win or not it's to second place and trying to move up and you get all excited think come on jasper come on or whatever your name is and um you get so excited that you can't really think of anything else somebody says look i've got this problem well, be quiet i'm thinking of this now well if you're calm and centered you can change from one subject to another this is how i've been able to do a great many things in my life although i must say just lately people have been piling too many things on me from too many directions but the only thing i can do is just one at a time i have always made my inner peace my bottom line 
I will never let anything take away my inner peace. And if I have a duty which I simply haven't time to attend to because I'm attending to another one, let it be. I'm not going to get fussed about it. I'm telling that to myself right now as an affirmation because I feel pressured from many sides right now. But it doesn't matter. And uh, fortunately, I don't have too much trouble with that. So anyway, here we're finding that what is born must die. Whatever dies must be born again. And in reality, this is also true, that uh, rebirth is a part of, of uh, the whole show in this world. Some people think that, well, life keeps coming. As Gandhi said, in the midst of death, life persists. But many people, especially in the West, doubt that it's the same life that persists. They think it's just the ocean throwing up new waves. Whereas the ancient teaching is that that same life which created and coalesced your qualities as a human being, not just your body, your tendencies, your likes and dislikes, your habits, your inclinations, all of these things are also, you, they are sort of a vortex that you've built around your ego. And until that vortex can be destroyed, can be dissipated and all its energies go outward to merge into the wholeness of life, you will keep together. The body is not your final reality. You know, when they exploded the atom, they found that the power from an exploded atom is enormous, much greater than uh, just a nitroglycerin bomb, let's say. The uh, subtle is always rules over the gross. And the uh, subtle parts of your nature are not the product of your physical being. You aren't, some people worry and talk about uh, the question of abortion. And they say, well, a child isn't created until it's born. Well, then why does it kick inside the mummy's stomach? Certainly it's alive in there. It's, it's wishful thinking. And it's a part of the whole problem of people not being able to see clearly because they allow their wishful thinking to say that I can kill this baby. They're killing it. They are killing it. Abortion is wrong. The only time it would be right is if it were to save the mother's life. I think in that case, what is already manifested is more important than that which has yet to be manifested. And if it's a case of rape. But otherwise, abortion is not right. It's a, it's a sin. There was one woman in India who had a couple of abortions, and she then had children later. And she told me she felt that this was her payment for those sins that she committed when she was younger. And uh, that these two children, even though now she's just the grandmother, she's taking care of those children as if they were her own. She feels it's her duty. She feels it's those same souls born again come back to uh, her family. Whether this is valid or not, I don't know. But the truth is that we hold together with our personality and our egos that which remains after this body dies. And when um, you die, you carry with you the tendencies that you have developed in this life. And it goes on to talk about that later in the Gita. But what you find is that... Uh, after you've spent a long time there or a short time depending, 
If you have an intense desire, let's say, for smoking, you may be reborn very quickly. But uh, most desires, well, if you have a desire for a new car, they can't satisfy that desire in the astral world. So you'll have to come back here where they have cars. If you have a longing for beautiful scenery and lovely music and so on, those desires can be satisfied in the astral world. You don't have to come back here. In fact, the scenery, the music is much more beautiful there than here. But if you have earthly desires, earthy desires, worldly desires, then you have to come back here where they can be satisfied. And uh, once you have this desire to be reborn, then the, uh, you wait for that opportunity to draw you into a womb to be reborn. That opportunity is provided when the sperm and ovum cells unite. There's a flash of light in the infinite, in the ether, and those cells that are in tune with that flash of light rush to get in there, and sometimes two or three make it at the same time. But uh, this um, doesn't, you don't, you're attracted to the quality of that light. That's why when you come together as man and woman in the sexual union, you should do it with a heightened consciousness and try to get that kind of soul to be reborn into your family that you want. Yogananda, well, I'll talk about that next time because time's getting short here, but it's a very interesting subject. So tune in, same station, same time, I guess. Bye-bye.